Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Jesse Duplantis. And Kathy Duplantis. Welcome again to the boardroom. Amen. I hope you enjoy these boardroom chats. People seem to really like them. They comment on all mm -hmm. the time on Facebook and yeah. all the other platforms. In fact, I got one right here, one, a testimony that came in. This boardroom chat was wonderful, like we were in your living room as a guest or a friend. Well, we praise thank you for that. We, we want you to be, feel like you're part of the family. And you are, praise <laughs> the Lord. That's what God's word is so wonderful to us. I want to read a scripture. I love this scripture because it first starts off like, oh, what is God saying about people that got some money? Mm. But then he shows people are the people with money to know what to do with it completely. And it's in 1 Timothy chapter 6. I want to read verse 17. Paul writing to the church, they are writing to Timothy, and he says this, Charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God. Now notice he wrote this 2,000 years ago. In okay. the living God. So he's still living today. Let me say it again. Charge them that are rich in this world that they be not high-minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God. And this is what I want to get to. Mm -hmm. Who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Richly all things, all things to enjoy. Richly all things mm -hmm. to enjoy. I don't know why people make an excuse for the blessing of God in their life. Mm -hmm. You know, that's one thing I will not do is make an excuse for the blessing of God in my life, whether it be spiritual, physical, or financial. If somebody says something about my airplane, I say, well, the Lord has been good and gracious. They say something about my house, the Lord has been good and gracious. And I richly enjoy it. All things. See, <clears throat> God doesn't have a problem like a lot of people do, especially church people. And the reason for it, <clears throat> excuse me, is, is that for 2,000 years, we've preached poverty as a blessing when it's a curse, a complete nothing but a curse. I've never seen people that were so poor were happy that they didn't have a house, that they were living under a bridge. I mean, I've talked to a lot of homeless people, you know what I'm saying? And I'm there, I, I didn't see anybody happy. You know, but they say, boy, poverty is wonderful. No, and that Jesus was poor. Kathy, Jesus was never poor. That's right. He became poor that through his poverty he might become rich. Now, you got to understand, Compared to where he was from, he was really poor That's here. That's right. But he had 12 full-time people on his staff. He took yeah. care of them. Yeah. Think about that. That's right. He had 70 part-time in his ministry that he sent out. Right. And he said, listen to this. He said, when I send you out, don't ask for nothing. In other words, I'm going to take care yeah, of you. I can take care of you. Yeah. Right. So notice what he said. I want to read that last statement in verse 17. Who giveth us, who, who does it? The living God. The living God. The living God. So when somebody criticized me about my airplane, I said, well, the Lord gave it to me. He did. Who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. Now, he says, just because you're wealthy don't mean you get high-minded. But I, I like the next verse, that they do good. I'm talking about wealthy people. That they be rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. In other words, willing to be a blessing when it comes time to be a blessing. Mm -hmm. Whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. So let me ask you a question today. Are you enjoying the things that God has given you? Or do you hide them? I find some ministers. Remember that guy that one time, that preacher, he, he, he bought him a car. because He didn't want people to know he had a Lincoln Town car. So he bought, he bought an old, old police car with that light on the side. Yeah. And like as if people, spotlight. yeah, like as if people didn't know. And he was proud of that thing. Oh, Lord, yeah. And it. I couldn't get over that, you know. Well, <laughs> me, buddy, if I'd have had that Lincoln Town car, I'd have had the window now with my hand outside doing this. 
not showing off, just saying, look what the Lord had done. That's right. And you know, this in the Amplified, Jesse, it says, thankful to God, it says, our God who richly and ceaselessly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. So God now, That's big. Ceaselessly. And everything for our enjoyment. Yeah, the whole point of it is just don't trust in riches. Trust in God. That's right. This is what kind of things... Our God does. And when God and when Jesus got on that donkey that never been rode, he didn't say, Oh no, oh no. Can you give me a, a donkey with one broke leg? Or and, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, oh no, we just can't have or this. Or when nice the woman donkey. broke that box of <clears throat> alabaster <clears throat> perfume <throat> that was the value of one year's wages right. on Jesus. Right. He said, Let her alone. I'm Leave worth her alone. it. I'm worth he it. He said, He said, Leave her alone. She's she's giving this to me. So burial. Jesus actually received personal things. You ever thought about that? He certainly deserved it, my God, as much as he did for people. See, but he, you have to learn to richly enjoy all things. Read that in Amplified again. That is really big. Yes, than it is. In verse 17 says, As for the rich in this world, charge them not to be proud or, and arrogant That's and right. contemptuous of others, nor to set their hopes on uncertain riches, but on God, right. who richly and ceaselessly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Everything for you. See, I've never sought money, but I have sought God. And because I sought God, money started seeking me. Mm -hmm. Now think about that for a minute. Yeah, I ain't looking for money, but money is definitely looking for me. Why? Because I sought the Lord. Right. And I always give him glory for it. I don't care if it's the smallest amount or the biggest amount. Mm -hmm. I just thank the Lord for everything. I've had kids come up to me and want to be a blessing to me. I want to give to your ministry. And a kid, let's say six years old, give you 50 cents. That's a big gift sure to a is. child. And they're really excited. And at first, I don't want to receive it. But I say, you know what? It would be wrong for them not to teach that child. And I tell them to believe. i never forget years ago, I was in New Mexico. And uh, there was a little boy. And uh, he had on cowboy boots and uh, a big a big belt buckle, about that big for a little boy, you know. And, uh, and uh, he was just really amazing. And uh, he comes up to me and he says, uh, he'd heard me say for every dollar given my ministry to give me a soul into the kingdom. Now watch this. He had $7. Hmm. Now, buddy, that's some big money. <laughs> he walked in me and he said, Brother Jesse, I want to give this into the, your ministry. And I, I, I said, my God, that's a lot of money. He said, it sure is. <laughs> it was $7. That was a lot of money for that child. Well, that night when I gave the altar call, and seven people, more than seven more came than up. The seven. first seven that came up, he jumped up and said, those are mine. Because <laughs> I asked the Lord for every dollar give him a message to give me a soul. <laughs> now watch this, you know. This little boy was so generous. I met the father. The father was about 6'6", six, six, and he had a belt buckle about that big, <laughs> you know. And, uh, and I said, yeah, your son is such a great giver. He said, you know, that boy does his chores. That's chores. how he said. Does his chores. And he's just such a blessing. Now watch this. I want you to remember that he was telling me how good his, his boy was. But that, that day when he gave me the $7, the little fella, I hadn't met the father yet. I said, what are you believing for? He went, what? I said, what are you believing for? He said, I, I'd like to have a four-wheeler. I said, man, for that kind of seed, $7, you can get a four-wheeler. I said, anything else? And he said, and a horse. I like to have a horse too. I said, well, I'm going to set myself in agreement with you for a four-wheeler and for a horse. Now watch this. So, I mean, I didn't meet the father till that night. And I meet this big guy, you know. I said, well, your son gave a phenomenal, phenomenal gift. He said, yeah, he told me that. 
He's such a blessing of the Lord. He said, that boy does his chores. I don't have to tell him to do anything. He just works so hard. And he looks at me and says this. You know, but just, I don't know if I hear the voice of God a lot, maybe like you do. But you know what? I think I need to go buy my son a four-wheeler. <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, has your son ever asked you for a four-wheeler? And the, and the gentleman said, no, he's never had. Mm. And I think I'm going to get him a horse, too. <laughs> I said, has your son ever asked you for a horse? He said, no. I said, you're hearing the voice of God. You go get that boy a four-wheeler, and you go get that boy a horse. Now, that was on a Sunday night. I preached Sunday through Wednesday. Well, he got it that Monday. He came back Monday night, and the little fellow looked at me and said, it works. <laughs> I got a four-wheeler and a horse. Well, you know what? And he richly enjoyed You could see how mm-hmm. much the child enjoyed it. But, you know, if we wouldn't have taught him to right. receive, right. he would have missed that opportunity and that blessing. Right. You know, I want to read the rest of that verse passage of Scripture, too, because it really applies to that. Verse 18 said, Charge them to do good, to be rich in good works, to be liberal and generous of heart, Amen. ready to share with others. And this verse 19 is the reason why. It says, In this way, laying up for themselves the riches that endure forever as a good foundation for the future. Praise the Lord. So that they may grasp what is life indeed. So God has a good plan for our future here on earth as well as eternity. I say it. See, I've said it so many times. No one should be struggling like the world struggles, like the church world struggles, because we've been taught to struggle instead of believe. It's better to obey than to sacrifice. Well, we know something about sacrifice. Oh, Lord, have they taught us about sacrifice? Just beat me, Jesus. No, I don't want to beat you, man. I want to bless you. You see, but when it comes to being blessed, oh, I'm not worthy. Oh, I'm not this. Oh, I'm not that. And see, and you're a product of your own teaching, see. Mm. So when you understand that Paul writing to, to Timothy here, he says that you can richly enjoy. In other words, make no excuse for the blessing of God. i never forget, I love motorcycles, you know. I was riding my motorcycle one time. I had a 1992 Heritage Soft Tail Classic Turquoise and Cream Harley Davidson motorcycle. I love that motorcycle. And every time I'd stop somewhere, praise the Lord, you know, all of a sudden, you know, uh, somebody would just uh, say something, you know, they'd say, that's the prettiest motorcycle I've ever seen in my life. I said, look what the Lord has done. Now, don't worry about the lights going out. That don't make no difference. It'll come on after a while. Hallelujah. Just listen to what I'm saying. That's more important than what you see it. And I, and I just told people all the time, I said, how do you like that motorcycle? I said, the Lord gave me that motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And people would say, who gave that to you? I said, the Lord gave One time I stopped at a little 7-Eleven, one of them little convenience stores. <laughs> and it was so funny. The guy said, that's the prettiest motorcycle I've ever seen in my life. I said, the Lord gave it to me. He got good taste, don't he? You got, and the guy looked at me and said, who gave it to you? I said, the Lord gave it to me. He said, the Lord gave it to you. Yeah, I said, he sure knows. I said, he got good taste. He said, yes, he does. That's what I'm talking about. You see, I richly enjoyed it, and then I sold it as a seed. That's right. Many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. That was a fine. Remember that motorcycle? Guy? I hey, do. It's Lord, beautiful. Jesus, man. People would stop you on the side oh. of the road to offer to buy it from offer, you. I, I, I was stopped time. four different times and offered $20,000 for that motorcycle. When you bought it, it wasn't new, but it was oh, no. a color and a classic style yeah. that you and wanted. And I paid $12,000 for it. A friend of ours tracked it down for you. Yeah, that, that was uh, uh, Jerry Savelle's uh, son-in-law, Rodney Foy. He called me up. He saw a little... Uh, Newspaper ad. This right. big in boom. Texas. He said, Brother Jesse, I believe I found your motorcycle because I wanted a turquoise and cream. Heritage soft tail classic. Hallelujah. Holland Davidson motorcycle. <laughs> Man, I flew over there and me and Jerry, we gotten, Jerry had one of them 1957 uh, Chevrolets. 
He said, let's go look at it. If you like it, we'll buy it. Boy, when we were riding that 57 Chevrolet, you know, with our arm hanging out. <laughs> it was great. And anyway, to make a long story short, we, um, I bought that motorcycle. And I mean, I kept it for years. And I, I mean years. And I'll never forget one time the Lord told me to give it away. And I went, oh, no, Jesus. I love my motorcycle. i tell you what, I'll buy someone a brand new one. That's how much I like that yeah, motorcycle. Yeah, I'll keep this one. I'll yeah. buy them a new one. But you know what? The so Lord no, wanted give, me to give my best. Your best. Right. Even though the new one was worth more. Mm-hmm. It would have cost, cost $20,000. But this, it wouldn't, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't affected me as much. It was Precious. Yes, and the Bible said light be. God saw the light that it was good. That was Caleb there. Thanks, Caleb. Thank you, Caleb. That's still good stuff. Hallelujah. So what happened, see, you thought my hair went light, huh? See, sometimes it just goes up. So that's what I mean. I rich, and I even remember richly enjoying it. I like it. Oh, yeah, you really did. I do that all the time. A lot of times, sometimes I'll just sit in my study. And I'll just close my eyes and I'll think about all the wonderful things the Lord has done for me, spiritually, physically, and financially. And I, I'm, I take a walk down memory lane, just like that. I find myself laughing, smiling, and saying, thank you, Lord. Yeah. Because you've been so gracious and so good to you us. You know, this is good news to a lot of people Amen. that have never really heard that God wants to see them blessed. Right. In fact, one of our favorite passages of Scripture is in 3 John Cha- yeah. Verse 2, it's only one chapter in that, in that book. It says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. And he said all things. All things again. You know, I don't know why people freak out over things when the Bible says, Now faith is the substance of things. Right. Hope for it. The evidence of things not seen. So what thing do you want? I like that song, it's your thing, <laughs> do what you want to do. You know, I yeah. like to see. It doesn't make any difference. I mean, I like it when Kathy sees something she likes. Like one time she went in a jewelry store. I didn't know the jewelry had a voice. Mm-hmm. And I was just standing there in the jewelry store talking to the owner. And, and she walked by the I counter. I had no intention of hearing no a, intention. anything. But something spoke to her. I walked past the counter, and, and I, then I walked towards you, and I said, hey, something in that counter talked to me. <laughs> I said, what and it? I answered it. <laughs> and I said, what did I it said, say? Yes. She said, get it. That's what it said. I said, okay. So I told him, wrap it up and give it to her, see? And Kathy still richly enjoys that, that thing. That and it was just such a blessing. Yeah, it was, well, it was a blessing of the Lord, see? Mm-hmm. But you know what? Even though I may have bought it, really God is the one that gave it to Kathy. He gave me the finance to get it. So we thank the Lord for it. Mm-hmm. We thank the Lord for everything we have, spiritually, physically, and financially. Now, if you don't do that, you need to start doing that. And you know what? Things will begin to show up at your house like you never thought. It'd be unbelievable. God will go beyond what you possibly can ask or think. But it's all according to the power that worketh in you. What are you willing to believe? See, we're not just trying to make you feel good here. We're not just trying to say the prosperity gospel. Yeah, it is a prosperity gospel. In fact, everything about the gospel is prosperous. My God, the blood of Jesus wash away your sin. If that's not prosperous, I just don't know what is. It don't cover your sin. It washes away. In other words, it never existed. It's gone. It don't even have a stain. Well, prosperity is really welcome everywhere, I believe, Jesse, except in some churches. In some churches, yeah. (laughs) But that's God's plan, and it's what the human race really needs and understands. You know, it's amazing to me. Sometimes I would turn the television on. There used to be those those TV shows where these uh, great athletes would show their houses. They called them cribs. Is that right? Cribs, something like that. (laughs) Oh, man, everybody would just freak out. They go, oh, man, look at Shaq. 
Jack's Let's, house. And they'd open his refrigerator. See how many soft drinks or whatever. All, kind of, all kinds of stuff like that. <laughs> I mean, even the... Uh, uh, and uh, everybody was happy for it. To see even the prosper. speaker of the house wanted to show us her ice cream. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know, Watch that. But, I mean, you see these beautiful places. Now, if a preacher had a house like that, oh, oh. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? That's not your fault. That's the church's fault, see? To cower down to that Yeah, to wrong, cower down to teaching. that poverty spirit so they don't richly enjoy all that. They don't, they're not able to be a blessing. They just be a blessing just a little bit here and a little bit there. When's the last time you gave a rich person something? Say, now that shocked you right there. <laughs> See, you think, well, why would I give that? They got more money than me. It has nothing to do with whether they got more money than you. That ain't got anything to do with that. If God told me today to go buy Bill Gates a car, I'm going to go buy him a car. I don't care if he can buy General Motors or Ford <clears throat> or any of them other things. That has nothing to do with how much money he's got. It has to do with the amount of obedience I have. You see what I'm saying? So I, I, bless, a, I bless a lot of people that are wealthy, and I bless a lot of people that are poor. I just bless because I enjoy being a blessing. In fact, today, I'm, I'm giving away a beautiful watch of mine, a gorgeous, gorgeous watch, well, something you bought me, a Breitling. I don't know if you know what a Breitling is. It's like an aviator's watch. Well, my, I don't give away something that's junk, and uh, I mean, and it was in real good shape, shape, so I sent it to Breitling, had them redo it all, put a new strap on it, do everything like that, and I presented it to my friend. Well, did he have a watch? Well, he ain't got a watch. That's not the issue. He'd probably buy any watch he wanted. That's not the issue. I could care less what he has. I just fell in love with the Lord to be a blessing. And I know he will richly enjoy it because I richly enjoy it. You see, but you don't get cocky with your stuff. Mm. And I've seen some people like that. They'll say, I'll tell you, let, let me show you a car, buddy. You'll never have a car like this in your life. That's kind of craziness, you know. I mean, uh, thank God you have a car. You know, I had a man ask me one time, he said, do you have a Rolls Royce budget? I said, no, but if I want to go buy one, I can. That's not the issue. It's a fine car. Mm -hmm. But I got a fine pickup truck. <laughs> I love my, It's pretty fine. I love my truck more than I do a Rolls Royce. I tell you what, <laughs> I just, it's, it's a, a Dodge 1500 uh, RT Hemi engine. It's bad, which means it's good. <laughs> it's fast. I, I'll tell you a little secret. Maybe I shouldn't tell you if I couldn't help myself. I was on the Interstate 310. This car, this truck, is a single cab. There's just seats, two people, me and one other passenger. Got 428 horsepower. Son, that boy, that boy's bad. Well, I'm going down the road, and I maybe I shouldn't have done it, but I just couldn't help myself. And I uh, was just driving 60 miles an hour, and uh, I passed this car. I, well, I was starting to pass this Corvette. The Corvette guy goes, and he sees that Hemi thing on the side of it. It says Hemi engine, 1500 Hemi engine. He goes, like this. I go, mm -hmm. and I went like that. I looked in the rearview mirror, make sure there ain't no cops looking around. I said, let's go, baby. Let's see what you got. I smoked him, Kathy. <laughs> I sucked him up my tailpipe. I could tell him, I mean, I mean, and he got a vet, but that truck took him, took him out, man. So I mean, we do. I ain't going to tell you how fast we were going, but. We almost made it to the rapture of heaven. <laughs> That's how fast we were going. Boom! And then when I slowed down, he went like this. My God. He didn't realize that truck had it. Well, I believe it's full of the Holy Ghost myself. <laughs> it's turbocharged. Praise God. It was just fun. I don't do that very often. And not, not with me in the car. No, not with Kathy. <laughs> Got a drink. No, okay. Get, she worries about that stuff. <laughs> My dad told me, they said, when they get older, they get real nervous. They said, there's a car down the road. It's 18 miles. It's 18 miles from now. I can see it. Be careful. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> I'm a really good backseat driver. Oh, yeah. One time she, <laughs> she stumbled. She didn't know what to do. She was going, just, uh, uh, like I said, jump the backseat, Mama. It'll come to you. Because <laughs> she likes to do that, you know. Like I said, if I can't see what's happening. Did you see that? I said, I saw it, yeah. My dad told do me that Do something about it. That's yeah. what I said. <laughs> I said, when you hit nobody, you ain't done nothing, you know. I know. But anyway, I, I enjoy it. Now, watch this. It's not a brand new one. In fact, you even said this to me. Jesse, I'll go buy you a brand new one. I said, I don't want a brand new one. Mm -hmm. Why? Because first, they don't make that truck anymore. And uh, now I guess if, maybe I would buy one if they did. It's a 2012. But it looks like the day it come off the showroom floor. In fact, if it rains too much, I'll run to my garage. <laughs> but I want it. it is beautiful. It is gorgeous. Now, you can tell I like it because the Lord gave it to me. Do you understand that? To richly enjoy. To ri and I get in there and I thank him for it. And it's just such a blessing of the Lord. Now, I don't, I don't drag it, but I, I did do it that day. I, I'll be honest with you. So my brother-in-law, Ricky, you know, he, every once in a while he'll say, uh, hey, let me drive that truck. And I'll say, okay. I said, do me a favor here. I said, go fill my truck up with some gas. I said, punch it out. See if you like it. And he says, man, Jesse, you got to hang on for dear life because the back end, get a, you, you got to know what you're doing. Because it's, it's got a very powerful, powerful engine, as well as a, whatever you call that, transmission and a rear end and all that kind of stuff. It's geared, this, it's called an RT. It's a racetrack kind of thing. But it's a blessing of the Lord. And people say, well, you don't get tired of it. Why would I get tired of something that God gave me? I never do and I never will because I richly enjoy it. And when somebody says that's a beautiful truck, I said, the Lord has given me that. Who give you that? The Lord has given me that. Isn't that wonderful? I had a good friend of mine looked at me and said, God, that's a brand new truck. I said, no, it's a 2012. You've got to be kidding me. Don't have a scratch on it? None. Why? I watch it. I watch over it. I don't know. I just like it, see? Now, Kathy's car is way better, much better vehicle, I guess you could say, than the truck is. And, uh, but uh, she got scratches on her. <laughs> I don't let my scratches on mine. But <laughs> well, it's true. If there's something to hit, Kathy's going to rub it somewhere. <laughs> She'll back up and go, oh, Jesse, I hit the garage door. I said, oh, that's okay. We'll, we got another one, Kathy. We'll just put another one on that. Don't worry about it. You know? I said, go down there. Got a scratch. All right, go down there and buff that thing out, you know. Get it just perfect. And about two weeks later, Kathy goes, uh, Jesse, something happened to the gate. I said, what happened to the gate? Well, I was moving out and I hooked the gate. And then I said, she pulled the gate off the thing. I said, Jesus, help me, Lord. You know? Now, see, those, both of those things are really far apart. And, and Tom, you're making it sound like How it happened apart? all in the same day. How far apart? Months, months apart. <laughs> so you know what I had to do to protect the call? When she went inside, I prayed over the call. Oh, Lord, don't, don't let Kathy hurt this call no more. <laughs> you know? And she just goes to town. She just joins herself, just driving. And, and that's it, but she likes it. That's what she likes it. She likes that kind of car? We'll get her that kind of car. What kind of car you like? Why am I talking about cars? I think somebody could use a good vehicle right now. Mm -hmm. No, I can't afford it. He didn't ask you to pay for it. He didn't ask you to pay for it. He asked you to believe for it. Why don't you believe? Come on, what, do you got, what you got to lose? You can't afford it, right? Right. Well, believe for it. Let God do something. Sow a seed toward it. Ah, uh -uh. don't have to be a big seed. So a seed for, and start saying it. And watch what will show up in your driveway. I had a friend of mine, a, a pastor in um, uh, Sacramento, California. Boy, and he wanted, he was believing God for a really fine vehicle. And I went preach there. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm telling you, it, it, it was a certain kind of Mercedes. This is one of the finest Mercedes they make. And somebody drove up and gave him a brand new Mercedes Benz. You can say what you want. And he richly enjoyed it. He did. And so did we. We drove in it with oh, him. He man, picked yeah. us up at the airport many times. Many and times. And I'd say, boy, I tell you, well, look what the Lord hath done. We, we just God. never stopped giving God Thank you. glory for it, see. So let's re read that again in the Amplified. I, I like well, the way it's said. Already, it's ceasing. I've already turned over. Did you turn, go back I got to it. it. And then we'll go back to that other scripture. In First uh, mm. Timothy yeah, First Timothy 6, 6 17. 17 in the Amplified. Which one you want? Which verse you want? 17? 17. As for the rich in this world, charge them not to be proud and arrogant and contemptuous That's of right. others, nor to set their hopes on uncertain riches. That's right. But on God, who richly and ceaselessly provides us that. with everything for our enjoyment. Yeah. In other words, you don't put your source on the money. That's why he gave me that statement in 1978. I didn't ask you to pay for it. He didn't want me focusing on the money. He wants me focusing on him, mm -hmm. on the living God, who ceases. I mean, just he just just he'll just bless you beyond your wildest dreams. I'll give you an example. This literally happened to me, and Kathy was in the car when it happened. We flew to Chicago. I'll never forget this. And uh, the church sent someone to pick me up. And Kathy, well. I'm sitting in the back seat, and Kathy's in the Kathy's in the right. Uh, no, it's on the left. Uh, is see. Yeah, I was, I was on, on the, the right. I was on the passenger. You was on the side. passenger, and I was on the in driver's the, side. But in us, the back, both of us in the back seat. So we're driving, and it was about a forty-five minute trip from the airport to the church. And uh, we stopped at this red light, and this Corvette pulled up cobalt blue. What a beautiful car! Gorgeous. Car. I looked at the thing. I went, "Wow, look at that thing!" And I said, "Kathy, you see that kind of car?" I said, now that is a beautiful car. And, and uh, uh, she said, you want me to buy you one? She was very kind. She said, I'll go buy you one. And we could afford that. And I said, no, no, I, I don't want you to buy one. No. I said, and I said, but if I did buy one, I'd want a converter. But this one had a T-top on yeah, it. Yeah, it was a T-top. It was a T-top, you know, a nice car. Mm -hmm. I said, but that's the prettiest color I've ever seen in my life. That thing is gorgeous. Cobalt blue, beautiful Corvette. All right. Well, they drove off. We drove. We never thought nothing about it. When we got to the church, we drove into the parking lot of the church. There was a man there who drove up with a cobalt blue convertible Corvette. He had just got it. That day, I think it had maybe, I don't know, eight-tenths of a mile or something like that, you know, brand new. And as he was driving to the church, the Lord said, that's not your car. That's Jesse DePlanis' car. The guy said, what? He said, that's not your car. Yeah, I just bought it. That's Jesse DePlantis' car. Now, I don't even know this is happening. He doesn't know. I just saw one like that, but different ones that had a T-top on it. Mm -hmm. I come walking in, and, and I said, oh, look at this car. And I told a, told a story. I said, we just saw a car like that, but it was a T-top. And I told Kathy, I said, if I'd ever get me one, I'd get one, I'd get a convertible like you got. Instead of the uh, T-top, because that's a beautiful. He said, really? Yeah. And he threw the keys to me. Mm -hmm. Amen. Am I telling the truth? That's the truth. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. I went, what? He said, I drove in. The Lord said, that's not my car. That's Jesse DePlantis' car. I couldn't wait till I preached that night so I could hurry up and get in that car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, and listen, I, I had to fly home. So I had it 
shipped down to New Orleans in a truck. Mm -hmm. And when he got here at the ministry, I shut the whole ministry down for a few minutes and I, and I let everybody see. Well, y'all there? You were there, huh, Jennifer? That was a beautiful call, wasn't it? Good God Almighty. What a blessing of the Lord that was. Yeah. And we were all doing the Queen's Wave and all that kind of stuff. It was one of the prettiest calls I've ever had in my entire life. And guess what I did? I richly enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I really did. I richly enjoyed it. I, 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 every time I'd look at it, I'd say, Lord, look at it. And I'm telling you, that car would turn heads. You drive the it would. That's how pretty it was. Snap your neck. Snap your <laughs> neck, Lord. Especially when Kathy would drive it. You know, she'd just sit in there, boy, with the with the top down. <laughs> I used to like to go around the drive drive up. You know, the the uh, elevated gar garages where you'd have that oh, little yeah. circular thing. <laughs> as fast as you could, boy, with that thing. I mean, it was a fast. Go car. down down that. It was one of the it's well, not, it's in like my a opinion, the prettiest roller coaster ride. <laughs> yeah, it was the prettiest Corvette I ever saw in my life. Mm. <clears throat> and I kept it for uh, quite a few years uh, and, uh, and richly enjoyed it. That's right. And then I came home one day and I wasn't driving it very much. And Kathy said, you give me that car. <laughs> I said, I what? remember it quite You that said way. that just like that. You <laughs> said, you give me that car, Jesse. So I said, okay, it's yours. And I thought she would just, she, get, she said, get in the car. And she, I thought she was just going to drive me around in a new car. And she drove to the Lexus dealer. We traded it in. And she says, you know how hard it is to get in this car, you know, because you know, it's low it's to the like ground. on oh. the ground. <laughs> and when she drove up, people were looking at that car. And when we got out the car, there was a man came up and said, are you trading this car in? Because if you are, I'm buying this car. Hmm. They sold Kathy's car before she bought a new one. God is my witness. Right here in the New Orleans, actually in Metairie. So Kathy found a, um, what do you call that, a? Uh, Another convertible Lexus. That was quieter. Quieter and a, a hard top that would go down. So you had both, both worlds that would go down into the seat. So it was, it was a convertible completely. And they would close it if it rained. And, it was a, and that's what she wanted. I'm telling you, the man bought the car before we could even sign the papers on the other. Now, I'll tell you what. If you don't think that people wanted that car, and it only had, what, uh, what did it have, maybe eight, 900 miles on it or something like that, just hardly nothing. And uh, so that man was totally satisfied. Kathy was totally satisfied. And we still give God glory over that. Now, that's been quite a few years ago. But it was just fun doing that. And today I got to watch what I say because I get it. I'm telling you. I had it happen to me was it two years ago. I said, man, that's a fine motorcycle. And that night I had somebody give me a Heritage Softail Classic. Hmm. Excuse me, a Heritage Fat Boy. Screaming Eagle Fat Boy. I said, Lord, what are you doing? He said, I can trust you with things. Yeah, it doesn't go to your head. You don't show off. You show me off. Hmm. You better know I'm going to show God off. Because great is he was in us and he was in the world. So I richly enjoy it. Then I'm able to be a blessing. And then I saw it at sea. Now, I could sell them. I don't know how many I've given away. Seven, eight, <clears throat> nine different motorcycles. Could have sold them all mm -hmm. and make money on them. But I said, you know what? The value of a seed. It's far greater than the value of a sale. Now, don't take that to the extreme because I believe in selling things. Don't misunderstand me. But sometimes I just want to be a blessing. And it shocks some people to no end. They go, are you serious? Yeah, we're serious. Why? Do you enjoy it? Yeah, well, let's just give God glory for it. Mm -hmm. mm. 
I believe you got some more testimonies. Oh, I do. It. Yeah, let Come me on, read tell a us few more. What's happening here? I'm telling all these stories. I'm enjoying no, myself. No, that's good. How do I look with my cup of coffee? Uh, Kathy got you me gotta a book. You got to turn it around. You can't oh, see it. Oh, there you oh, go. Okay. Yeah, but then I got to use my left hand. <laughs> we I, I we should have put right them on both sides. Yeah, on both sides. <laughs> this is from Shannon. She says, this absolutely did my heart so much good tonight. Thank you. I love hearing you both share the word. I love your hearts and transparency. You are a blessing. Praise Isn't that the great? Lord. And then Michelle says, love this ministry. It's so blessed. And it makes me and others feel like everyone watching is a family studying the word together. My Lord. Isn't that great? Well, we, all, we call our partners and friends our extended family. Mm -hmm. I hope you could become my extended family. I mean, you need to follow us on all these different platforms and stuff like that. Watch our television broadcast. It goes all over the world. Translated in languages. It's a blessing of the Lord. I'm telling you. But, but the, the social media, the, uh, I have so many different platforms. All we want to do is be a blessing to people. That's it. And Kathy, you got something coming up called Glorious Conference. Yes, tell, Glorious tell Conference. About that. Actually, it's <clears> on... Uh, Friday, October the 2nd, and Saturday, October the 3rd. It's our glorious conference. We've been having these for 20 years. This is our, be our 20th anniversary of our women's conference and right who's, here who's at the headquarters. This <clears throat> year, my speaker with me, speaking along with me, is Taffy Dollar. And she was the very first speaker that I had when we had our first conference 20 years way ago. back in October of 2000. Isn't that something? Yeah, she's coming back, so we're all excited. Hallelujah. And we're pretty sure the COVID will be over by all that kind of stuff. And uh, we won't have to social distance. Let's believe God for that. Yes, and yes. And it's a woman's conference, but men sneak into it all the time. Oh, the ladies love it. Oh, I'm done. I'm done it's there. okay. Y'all can hide in the bag. But yeah. It's I mean, they do because the anointing of God. Come on in women, boy. I mean, they get to going and shouting and, and praying. And and, it's a, and then you, you also have something called a, a panel or something. We like. have on the Saturday morning. It's actually <coughs> two days. It's a Friday <coughs> night. And uh, a Saturday morning, but Saturday morning starts at 9 o'clock for a girl talk panel, and then at 10 o'clock is when Taffy Dollar will speak. Oh, great. Praise mm -hmm. the Lord. Boy. And the girl talk panel will be me, my daughter Jody, our daughter Jody. Amen. And then two other pa local pastors that are in the area that have been on the panel in the past, Kathy Salufo and uh, Brittany uh, Allen. And they were just, we were, we're just going to have a great time talking about whatever we I heard we you really did. like when Jody talks. Yeah, I call Jody Jesse in a skirt, and, and <laughs> it's fun to have her. So we don't have to have you on the panel. We have Praise the Lord. I ain't, I ain't a woman. I shouldn't be on the panel. <laughs> you know, but I mean, so I hope you can attend. You'll be blessed. Registration's free. Mm -hmm. And that is what, Friday, October the 2nd, Saturday, October the 3rd. You'll be blessed by it. I'm telling you, I'll I, I, I never forget one time, there was something like four women. They, they just rented one room. I guess somebody took care of their kids or some of the husbands. And it will run with two double beds, and they stayed up all night talking. <laughs> I mean, they just come in and enjoy themselves. Well, whole whole groups of church women come together. Yeah. They whole churches will come. And in fact, I have a, a little program going on where the church with the people most in attendance at the meeting can get a, get a check for a thousand dollars. It's like a Lord. prize, and so they are counted <clears throat> for each service of both the Friday night and the Saturday morning. They can sign up and and, and uh, they get a check for a thousand dollars. Yeah, the church will get a check for a thousand dollars to go towards whatever project the church is. Uh, Their church, from. not our church. Yes, from us, and it's yeah. a big old check, and it's it's a fun thing. We've been doing it for Praise many years. Lord. I'm telling you, so I hope you can come. You'll be blessed by it. I mean that sincerely. Mm -hmm. Let me just say this again: Charge them that are rich in this world that they'd be not high-minded, <clears throat> nor trust in uncertain riches. I cannot emphasize that enough. You never trust money because money don't trust you. That's right. 
but in the living God, the who giveth God. us richly all things to enjoy. I just like that. That's wonderful. So I tell you what, don't get mad at me if I'm enjoying my life spiritually, physically, and financially, because God gave me my life. Gave me, gave, he, he birthed me twice, <laughs> once biologically and then once spiritually. And the spiritual one was better than the biological one. Yeah, they said they didn't hang you upside down. That's right. Yeah, you I, I don't right? remember the first one, <laughs> but I remember the second one, and I would remember it forever. And, uh, and when I got born again, I just enjoy being saved. I don't ever remember, Kathy, and I mean this sincerely. I don't ever remember being mad at God uh, because he didn't do this or he didn't do that or he didn't give me this or he didn't give me that. Uh, you know, I never, I, you know, I prayed sometime and asked for things that I didn't receive right away. I didn't more bother me. I just prayed and believed God. That's all I did. You know, and um, um, you know, pretty simple. I would just enjoy that I would have the honor of talking to the Lord. Then I remember I, I did something different. I wanted more than a relationship with God. I wanted a fellowship. And, you know, I did that by conversation. In other words, I would pray to God, but then I started having conversations with God. Like this, hello Jesus, hi Jesse, just sit down and talk like we're talking right now. I'm telling you, God likes that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And man, you can talk about, it don't even have to be religious stuff. It can be something you like. It can be a car you like. I use that as an example. Or whatever, it doesn't make any difference. Or you can ask him biblical questions. And it's just really great. Lord, what about this? What about that? And before you know it, hours will go by. Why? Because you and the Lord are having conversations. Mm -hmm. That's when you really begin to know each other. Think about the conversations that Adam and Eve had before the fall. That's right. When he would come down in the cool of the day. Mm -hmm. What do you think they talked about? You ever wondered about that? They were totally clothed with the righteousness and the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And God would come down and talk to them. Yeah. Now, you know, th those was not prayers. Right. Those were conversations. Right. But when I saw that many, 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 many years ago, I said, I must start having them conversations. Because if Adam and Eve could have it, why can't I? Mm -hmm. And as I begin to do that, I really begin to find out who God was, what he's done, what he's doing, and what he's going to do. I'm telling you. And, I'm and you need to start that if you have it. Mm -hmm. you, begin, you learn to develop that. And all of a sudden, you'll forget to get depressed, discouraged, despondent. You'll forget about all that stuff because you're never alone. Jesus said, my peace, I leave with you. I'll never leave you, forsake you. I mean, it's just wonderful to see that. And so I do that all the time, constantly all the time. And it's just the blessing of the Lord. Right. And I notice that when you do your daily devotions, you, uh, you usually study a scripture. Am I correct? What do you do? Yeah, I, well, I have a, a method, a Bible, uh, re reading through the Bible every year, mm -hmm. and I read certain scriptures and just, just so that I can get through it, but then I sit and study portions of it and just led by the Spirit on where to go next. You know, I thought you was talking to God this morning, but it sounded like the Attorney General of the United States. <laughs> well, I was finished with my Bible study, and I wanted to hear some things that were going on I said, in the I news. I sounded like the Attorney General, Bill I Barr. get most of my news from my iPad instead of the TV lately. I see, so. I see. I was wondering, I said, the Lord don't sound like Bill Barr, I don't think, you know. <laughs> then I thought, I said, oh, you're listening to the Attorney General about something, you know, whatever. That's something else you need to do is pray for this country. Right. This country is in trouble, ladies and gentlemen. Let me tell you something. When man will not have control over himself, 
He don't know what to do with himself. Sin will run rampant. People don't care. I seen a, another little child was killed in the streets. What is wrong with us? What, what, what is wrong with us? Why do we want to burn down buildings? Who comes to steal, kill, and destroy? Think Satan, about that. The Bible tells Satan, us that. that's fact, all satanic. Mm -hmm. Think about that. That needs to be rebuked and put down and shut down. You see, because we're a nation of laws, mm -hmm. and we're a nation that loves the Lord. In fact, we have it on our money. In God, we trust. Mm -hmm. But do you really trust him? I don't know about you, but I do. And I tell you what, he trusts me, and we have a wonderful time around the throne. Anything else, Kathy, you'd like to well, say? Well, I was just, in fact, you just mentioned a little bit about that. I had just turned to John chapter 10, uh, verse 10. It says, the thief comes not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they may have life, that they may have it more abundantly. So God really, in fact, in the Amplified, it says it this way. It says, I, may, I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. So that sounds a lot like your verse that you started with about mm -hmm. richly to have richly all, enjoy all things. But right. that's the words of Jesus. Amen. He came that we might have good, a good life till and it enjoy it. In other words, if somebody gets around you, they ought to be overflowed with joy. And I think when Jesus walked the earth, he was a demonstration of what the Father is like. And the children loved to come up to him and, and play with him. I oh, remember man. seeing that. In fact, the, but the disciples didn't like it. They tried to kick him away. Yeah. He said, let him alone. Yeah, Jesus. This is what life's all about. Yeah, he said, permit the children to come to me for such is the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. I want to tell you something, my children. I mean, if there's something wrong with you, a kid will pick it up real quick. That's yeah, right. Real. Very perceptive. Oh, yeah, because that's innocence. That's purity at its best. Say, so watch your babies and watch it. You'll see how your children will pick up on things that normally you would not. That somebody has a problem. See what I'm saying? <laughs> that baby will pick it up. It's amazing. Or, or a, a young child or whatever, yeah, to pick it up. Or they'll look at somebody and just go, I'll never forget about that little boy uh, at the Cheesecake Factory. The one that yeah, ate, ate your French fries? Ate my French fries. <laughs> I come walking in, and, you know, and he was, yeah, he was having he was having a little fit, a and his day. mom and dad were trying to sit there and eat. So they walked me and Kathy right to the booth right behind of them. Of course, the whole restaurant's probably empty. They put us right back to the Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the little boy, he's trying to eat. He's mad about this, you know. <laughs> he must have been two and a half, three years old. So I come walking out, but watch it. I got my head down like this. And when I came up, I looked, and I, my eyes met his eyes. He looked at me. I looked at him. He went, <laughs> just like that. Help. And like, help. And I went, Hello. And, uh, and the mother and father, I said, listen, I'm a grandfather. I said, uh, I, said I can handle this. Because she said, I'm sorry, he's just a little noise. I said, no, no, I'm a grandfather. I can handle it. And all of a sudden, he just slips away from his mom and came over to me. She goes, no, no, no. I said, no, let him come. And he sat on my, <laughs> my lap and ate my French fries. I'm just feeding him French fries, you know. He's just sitting there and he's just looking at me. And I've never seen this kid before in my life. But he picked on something picked up on something good in me. And he ate all them French fries. I couldn't get over that, you know. There's some long French fries, you know, at the Cheesecake Factory, you know. And uh, so he just <laughs> eat them like that, and he just enjoying himself. And, uh, I, and I, 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 the parents were really enjoying it, too. Like, thank God, you know, <laughs> they, they, they can enjoy a meal without, you know, fighting it. Well, after he finished eating, he looks at me like that, and he smiles, and he slips off my leg and turns around and goes back to his, his, his mom, mom and dad were leaving then. And they looked at me and went like this. <laughs> I mean, they finally had a meal with some peace, you know. And uh, I, as, as they were walking out, the little boy kept, had, 
kept looking at me as he was walking out the thing. Mm -hmm. It blessed me. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget that. And uh, the man said, I, I can't, he don't normally do, does that. I said, well, it's the anointing of God in my life. That's exactly what it is. It didn't have anything to do with Jesse the They're Apprentice. They're attracted to the peace. They're attracted to that wonderfulness of who Christ is. Mm -hmm. And you know what? He richly enjoyed all my French fries. <laughs> he richly did. And I even bought them little, uh, little, little corn dogs, you know, they got there over there. It's for children, really. Mm -hmm. And so I gave him one of those, too. Boy, he just, he just enjoyed himself. And, uh, but, you know, grandparents, they're so much better than parents. Mm -hmm. We can handle that kind of stuff. Yeah. I remember when we, when, we, when we were parents. Boy, if Jody made too much noise, oh, we worried about what everybody say around it. Grandparents, the kid could be screaming, going nuts, and the grandparents just smiled. Isn't that cute? Ain't that cute? That ain't that much. That's a pat them on the back. Hallelujah. Give them something to eat or whatever, you know. They say Give them that some sugar. Grandchildren are a re reward for not killing your own kids. <laughs> That's what they say. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think it's true, but well, it's that, little, <laughs> that little fella richly enjoyed those fries. I richly enjoy remembering it. Every, even the memory of it. Even the memory of it. That's, quite, well, that's about maybe four or five years ago. Mm -hmm. and, uh, but it was a wonderful time. So remember this before we close here. Richly enjoy everything God gives you, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial. That's right. Acknowledge it comes from Him. Yeah. And if you've him. never given something before, get, and you don't have nothing to give, how about a smile? Don't cost nothing. How about a smile? That's all you got to do. Open somebody's door for them. Something. Just whatever. You know, just the least little thing, you'd be surprised how appreciative uh, people are when you do those kind of things. Mm -hmm. Don't get, now, if you're a man of substance or a woman of substance, don't get high-minded. Right. Don't walk around with your chin up in the air thinking you, you, you this and you that because you're not. Right. See, the only reason you have what you have is because God wanted to bless you. That's right. See what I'm saying? So richly enjoy everything, whether it's spiritual, physical, or financial, or all three. Mm -hmm. Kathy, you have anything else to say no. before we close? Oh, well, let me read another testimony. Okay. Because I have a few others here we didn't get to. Okay. This one's from LaShore and says, Thank you, Pastor Duplantis, for reminding me that the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. Amen. And then Pauline, this one says, Thank you so much for this teaching, Jesse and Kathy. It was so good. I wrote down a lot of notes, and I love these teachings you both do together. What a blessing. So this was from, of course, from a past study that we have done. Mm -hmm. We hope that today that you have enjoyed the study today Amen. and that you've learned something that you'll be able to apply to your life today. And so go enjoy something richly <laughs> and, and tell people, look what the Lord has done. Amen. And God will bless you and minister to you greatly. Till next time, this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.